Some people don't sleep because they have insomnia. Some people don't sleep because they have an internet connection. What's up, guys? My name is Jacqueline, and I am your host. I'm a full-time mental health therapist and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I swear like a sailor, rarely use my filter, and am committed to sharing all the stuff they probably should have taught us in school. Today's episode is all about sleep and our mental health and what you could be doing differently to get better quality sleep at night. So, let's jump in. I get this question a lot. How can I get better sleep at night? My brain just won't shut off. So my response is always, what are you doing right before bed? Well, I can't fall asleep, so I'm usually looking at Facebook, you know, trying to watch Netflix, get my eyes tired. I'm, you know, trying to like chat with my mom, telling her that I can't sleep, you know, I'll play with my cats, I'll go to the bathroom, I'll check my Facebook again. Oh my gosh. Insert eye roll emoji here. Girl, you just said the problem. I cannot express enough how important a bedtime routine is. I could tell you right now, I could walk you through the 15 minutes before I go to bed every single day. Because if I don't do these things, I know I'm going to sleep like shit and it's going to take me forever to fall asleep. So let's talk about what a healthy bedtime routine looks like and why it's so helpful. I know you don't want to hear it because you already know, but if you already knew, you'd be doing it. So let me just tell you one more time, your phone before bed is so bad for you. I have the 8 p.m. rule. If it is a weeknight and I have to wake up for work tomorrow at 8 p.m., my phone gets plugged in and put face down on do not disturb on my nightstand. Yes, It is possible to use your phone as your alarm, but you have to set the boundaries that you're not going to keep looking at it. So I'm the kind of person that I don't like the little red notifications on my phone that's saying like, oh, you have two notifications on Facebook, you have a new email, someone Snapchatted you, whatever. I don't like that. So I like to clean it all up before I go to bed, leave it cleaned up. So then when I wake up in the morning, it's all there. It's going to be there to deal with, right? But I know that if after 8 p.m. I pick up my phone just to Google something quick maybe, you know, I'm having this life moment and I need to find an answer for something, I won't be able to put it back down and put it away for the night with the red bubbles. It, it, I know. I'm a weirdo. If you haven't figured that out already, it's fine. Now you know. So I set the boundary that if I put my phone down, I'm not picking it back up. That's it. And I know you don't want to hear that because you have FOMO. You have the fear of missing out. Well, oh my gosh, what if Carol posts and she finally had her baby and I miss it and then I'm going to be the last person to know and I'm not going to be able to say congratulations until tomorrow and I'll be the worst friend and she's going to hate me. First of all, Carol just had a baby. She don't give a fuck what you're doing. (laughs) So... Leave it alone. If it's really an emergency, the person will call you. You can set your phone so that calls can still come through. Relax. 
everything on Facebook will still be there in the morning. It's not going anywhere. And your FOMO, your fear of missing out, is only fueling your anxiety that there's something bigger and better in that next moment and you have to be the one, the first person will like it or comment or, you know, love on your best friend's new hair. If that's the case and you want to do that, fine. But don't complain to me that you can't sleep at night. So first things first, there's got to be boundaries with the phone. It's got to be put away at least 15 minutes before you're trying to close your eyes. Next, you got to know what works for you. So I know that I absolutely have to go pee before I'm going to go to bed. It doesn't matter if I just went pee 20 minutes ago and I don't really feel like I need to pee. The second before I'm going to crawl into bed and close my eyes for the night, I have to go pee. Okay? Empty bladder equals a happy Jacqueline. So I despise waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. So I empty it before I go to bed because I know I will be so annoyed if I'm woken up by a full bladder in the middle of the night. So figure out your body. What do you need? Do you need to use the bathroom right before you go to bed? Do you need to shower before bed? For me, a shower right before bed, hell to the no. I cannot sleep with my hair wet. Disgusting. I do not like that. I would be up blow drying my hair and a shower wakes me up. So it's not calming, relaxing for me. It might be for you, but that is something you have to explore and be comfortable with trial and error. Figure out, well, that didn't work or, oh, great, that worked, surprising. But you have to have what works for you. So between plugging my phone in, I plug my phone in, turn it face down, I use the toilet, TMI, nah, I think we're a little past that, y'all. And then I wash my face, brush my teeth, and I crawl into bed every single night. And some nights I will have my little lamp on next to me and I'll read for a few minutes if I don't feel like my eyes are tired. But y'all, I go, 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 go. So you best believe when I crawl into bed at 8 p.m., I am ready to pass the fuck out. (laughs) No joke. So that part's not hard for me, but it did take a while to build this habit and get my body into this routine. You guys, I go to sleep and it is still fucking light out. I am not playing with you when I say I go to bed at 8 p.m. And these summer months, it stays light out till 9.30. I got myself some dark blinds. I am a weirdo and sleep with the blanket over my head, so it doesn't bother me. My body knows at 8 p.m. it's time to relax and shut off. I'm not staring at my phone anymore. I have the fan on high because I need that sound and I'm not talking the sound of Derek snoring because y'all have already heard me complain about that. Um, But I need all of those things to happen in order to feel restful. And there's one other thing that I do to set my tomorrow up for success so that I'm not stressing today. And that is this. I pick out two outfits for the next day. I set out my workout outfit for the morning and I put it in the bathroom because when I wake up at 4 a.m., Derek is still snoozing peacefully. So I put my workout outfit in the bathroom. I've got my spandex, my sports bra, my socks every day. And I pick out my outfit that I'm going to wear to work that day. So I lay that on my dresser and I have it ready to go because it takes one less thing off my plate in the morning so that I don't have to think about what I'm going to wear. And that might sound so basic. And you're like, how the fuck is that going to help me? Think about the things 
that you think about when you're trying to sleep. Usually it's, what am I going to have for breakfast tomorrow? What am I going to wear tomorrow? Those are my two big ones. And so if I don't have to think about that, it's a quicker way to falling asleep. It's a quicker way to relaxing. If I don't have to be like, oh, I'll wear that skirt. Oh shit. No, that's dirty. I wore that the other day. Okay. No, um, I could wear do, do, do. Oh man. Uh, Ooh, I should go shopping. Oh yeah. I haven't talked to Carol in a while. Maybe she wants to go shopping. Yeah. I'll just text her quick and ask her right now. Okay. Oh, I got a text from my mom. Okay. Yeah up mom hey oh oh look carol messaged me on facebook okay yeah hey cheryl oh yeah Mm. talking to everybody do you see how quickly that spiraled now not only have i not accomplished what i'm gonna wear tomorrow now i'm back on my phone trying to make plans with carol and i was supposed to be sleeping i was supposed to be unwinding i was supposed to be relaxing getting my body ready for bed it happens that quick Whatever you can do, I pack my lunch the night before. I know what I'm going to have for breakfast every day because I have the same thing for breakfast every day. It's those little things that you think don't make a difference, but they have this compound effect on each other. They build up and they lead to having a more restful sleep and a better tomorrow. And y'all know I can't leave you without a practical tip. So my best kept secret for dealing with my anxiety at night when I'm trying to fall asleep. I know I'm tired. I can feel it. My body is drained. My eyes are closed. I feel relaxed, but my mind is racing and won't shut off about the things I need to do tomorrow. It won't shut off. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, come on. Okay. First of all, pleading is not going to get you anywhere. Stop begging your mind to fall asleep and do something about it. And here's what you can do. Start at 100 and count backwards. I swear, y'all, I never even make it past like 75. First of all, it takes a lot of concentration to count backwards, which is why I tell you to count backwards rather than just up because then you're focused on just that and it's a really good distraction from everything else that was going on in your mind. And second, you'll wake up the next day and be like, I don't even remember what number I got to. Because eventually you're just saying in your mind, 99, 98, 97, 96, 95. I have so much anxiety right now that I'm going to count the wrong number in front of you guys. <laughs> but I do that and it just, it's that repetition. It's that really calm. It's super calming. Do a couple deep breaths while you're doing it. And before you know it, the racing thoughts have stopped. And you, you know, a thought might pop in and you're like, nope, I'm at 88, 87. 86. You notice it and you brush it away. There is nothing so important that it can't wait till tomorrow. Unless you've got kids and shit, then I don't know about that life because that might be more important. But if you live in my world, there is nothing. I'll think about, oh man, I just thought of this really awesome technique and intervention I can use with a client. And then I'm like, nope, 87, 86, 85. And I just notice it. The thought will be there tomorrow the whatever I need to get done, my to-do list is still there. You are not just a passenger on this journey. Take control. Do these things to own your sleep because that is such a huge factor in how well you are mentally. 
I hope you will take these things and start applying them tonight. I really want to challenge you to putting your phone down and committing to not checking it until tomorrow. No more waking in the, up in the middle of the night just to check. None of that. It will be there in the morning. Just focus on sleeping. I hope you guys love this episode. I hope you're up for the challenge. I would love to hear how it goes. You know where to find me. Tag me over on Insta at The Anxious Therapist. And I can't wait to catch you in the next episode.